welcome to Exploring the Marketplace podcast. My co-host is Bob Hassan, and we are creating a conversation with Christian marketplace leaders who have careers that have been impacted by their faith. We are also answering your questions about entrepreneurship, business leadership, careers, and how the kingdom of God changes your impact in the marketplace. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace today. We have a great show for you, Bob. Who are we going to hear from today? Sean, we're going to hear from your friend, Sterling Harris. And yes. He, it's such an amazing story. He was an NFL football player, and then he went to federal prison on a business deal gone bad. He found the Lord. Um, he's a kingdom-minded businessman who has a freight business. Uh, He's, he's a devoted husband and father. He's written a book like that you and I should be interested in, right? His new book, How to Hear God, How to Hear God, The 10 Ways God Speaks to You. And uh, I think our listeners are just going to love him. I know that. Thank you for introducing me to him. Sterling has got a great story and I can't wait to talk to him. Yeah. And I know you listened to his Exploring the Prophetic on my other podcast where he shares coming out of federal prison, the whole redemption story. But today I'm excited because he's had something happen during the time that we're living in, which a lot of people are looking for. What does your relationship with God do in worldwide crisis and times where inflation is at all time high? And he's had something happen in his business of just following God with integrity yeah. to where he's not just 10x, but he's had an exponential increase of income, opportunity in the freight business and industry. And I think it's really good for us to talk about people who are having a different result than what you're seeing in mainstream media and news because there's so much bad happening right now in different industries, but God's placing people just, I think of Joseph in his day where, you know, yeah. it was so disruptive in that time of Egypt and God places Joseph right before the famine comes into an occupation that not only saves the Israelites, but also prospers Egypt. And I think something's going to happen where there's these Josephs and Daniels and Esthers that are being placed in places in society. It's very interesting to me, the notion of putting one foot forward, and embracing the process or the journey that God brings you on. Sometimes it doesn't happen immediately. And I think, I think that what we'll hear from Sterling is the fact that he's just done that. And he's been, he's been blessed with an incredible ability to sell things. But now that he's yielded to the Lord, I I think we're going to hear a completely different story. I agree. And I want to ask him about, I know he was, when I first met him, he was going to go into full-time ministry and ended up getting hijacked by God. Mm. But I, I call it hijacked or kidnapped or whatever from God, <laughs> from his plans. And he went into uh, mainstream business and is still doing ministry through that instead, yeah. which we've had that conversation with many people on, and the trauma sometimes we experience or the biases we have towards something else that we feel like isn't as important to God. And so I, I'm excited about having that conversation with him as well. But we have a lot more coming up about Sterling Harris, our special guest. Please join us. My new book is called Encounter, a spiritual perspective that will shape your faith for the coming move of God. And this book is going to help you to understand the days we're living in right now and have an urgency to meet with Jesus the way that I did through some of these encounters that are going to form your faith. So you can get this book. So make sure to go to bowlsministries.com encounter a spiritual perspective that will shape your faith for the coming move of God. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. I'm Bob Hassan with my friend Sean Bowles and Sterling Harris. How are you guys? I'm so glad to hear from you, Sterling. This is going to be so good that you're in this audience. You're in my Exploring the Prophetic audience, but here you are here with our Marketplace people because you have a business and it's been totally driven by your ability to hear from God. So how are you today? 
Man, Sean, I'm blessed. Thank you, Sean and Bob, for having me on. It's been it's been a real, real pleasure. And really, I've I've used a lot of techniques that you guys uh, teach in your wired to hear uh, over the last couple of years. And even when I thought it wasn't working or it didn't look like it was working, it's worked. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's funny how uh, our process when God leads us in certain ways, we're expecting a certain result at a certain time. And the beauty of it is that God leads us in a way we wouldn't go and we can't anticipate. And so I, I think a lot of people will read like your book about hearing God's voice or our book mm -hmm. about wired to hear, and they expect a certain result. And then if they just stick with it, they're like, this works better than I thought, but it's not how I thought, you know, right. and that's one of the keys. Well, you have a pretty amazing story because um, we've, we've had your redemption story on the Explained Pathetic. It's phenomenal. I encourage all of our viewers to watch that and listen to it. But uh, you in the last couple of years during this whole coronavirus time, and you were after your time, uh, your redemptive story time, you were going headed towards ministry, but you ended up in business instead. Talk about that transition because we're at a weird time right now in history where a lot of people are saying it'd be impossible to start a business or especially in the freight company, a freight industry. And yet you're thriving. God is blessing you and he's showing you how to, to activate other people as well. So start with the beginning of that story of how you started in business. It was funny, Sean, when I first got out of federal prison, uh, I was there for three and a half years and I was living with my parents and God started me out kind of in the, in the, in the business of ministry. And I did not think that I was going to go back into the sales field. And so in my, my prior federal prison days, I was a salesman. I sold insurance. I sold real estate. I had a life. I had, was a licensed insurance and real estate agent and had a practice before uh, I ended up going to federal prison for a, for really a business deal gone bad. And so when I got out of federal prison, I thought I was going to go and God had been speaking to me about this worldwide ministry that he was going to birth out of, out of me and our time together in that, in that place of hardship. And so when I got, I got out, I began to take like a ministry type of jobs and I was finishing up. I just been newly married, was finishing up the book that I wrote, how to hear God, 10 ways God speaks. And my godmother calls me up and says, Hey, Sterling, I just lost one of my major clients. They reduced their freight volume from 130 loads a week on average to about, about 35 loads a week. Oh, wow. So she basically was saying, I'm going to go out of business if I don't get a good salesperson and you're the best salesperson I know. And I know that you're fine with operating on 100% commission because if I bring somebody else in that has the sales background you do, they're going to want a signing bonus. They're going to want a lot of different things, but you're the best salesperson that I know that's available right now in this market. And I'd always, I'd always been like a top salesman in whatever I, I, I had done. I'd won awards in insurance and real estate for being a top salesperson. And back then my mindset was God is going to provide for me, but I was all about the hustle. So I yeah. was all about banging the phones and calling people and just working as hard as I can, as much as I can. I was a workaholic. And so I didn't have a lot of life balance. I just went at it full bore 110%. And people was like, hey, how are you so successful in sales? And I said, hey, man, it's a contact sport. It's like football. <laughs> you got you to contact people. You can't be scared of the, uh, the no. And you gotta, you got to be, you got to be contacting people all the time. And I said, I used to say the best motivation is desperation and I'm a desperado. And that was my mindset back then. Since then, God is, has changed my mindset to more of like seek him 
let him guide me every day and has retaught me how to be like a kingdom salesperson. Wow. But at the time, my, my godmother offers me this job. I tell, well, I got to pray about it. I don't think God's going to lead me back into the marketplace, even though I had preached and taught people just like, just like Sean, just like you and Bob, that God is in the everyday and God is gigantically into the marketplace. Jesus, he called everybody he called. He didn't call any full-time ministry people. He called people that were, that had a business. He called different types of business people to be his disciples. Yeah. He didn't, the, the only people he okay. didn't call was the religious elite. That's that yeah. there's something on that. <laughs> yeah. Sterling, uh, Sterling, tell us, so your, your godmother uh, asked you into this, what did you do and how did it transition into your current business? So I had a couple of dreams about 18 wheelers and specifically and specifically over the next couple of days, I had several dreams about that. And one of the 18 wheelers that, that I saw in this dream it was drilling for gold. And oh, I wow. felt like God was saying, go and help your godmother. And this is just a flowing thought in my heart. Go help your godmother. It'll be a blessing to her and a blessing to you. And so I began to, I, I called her back and I said, I have these dreams. I feel like this is what God is saying to me. I will start after I finish the book. And it should be finished in a couple, you know, a couple of weeks. It was finished in about a month. And I started, I started then, I believe in September, October of of 20 of 2018 is when I when I started out my first three months in business I think I made a total of less than a thousand dollars all three months oh, man. did not I think my first month in business I made 300 bucks newly married <laughs> and, you know uh didn't know it but I was gonna have our we we had a three-year plan about children God had a three-month plan <laughs> wife was my I'm life, my, plan too I understand yeah. <laughs> yeah, John, I, I, Sean I heard you had the same plan same plan. Uh, I had two in a row. <laughs> so there, there I was my first, my first three or four months uh, that I finished out the year with, I didn't even make a thousand dollars total. I don't think. And then that next year I was, I literally, we had our first child on Medicaid. So, I mean, that's, that kind of tells you what kind of money I made that next year in, in 2019. So, but God was, God was also reteaching me how to be, a kingdom business person. And he wow. began to lead me every day on how to make God based decisions in my business. Often it was a peace or lack of peace. Sometimes it was a flowing thought. It was always by integrity. God told me a long time ago, when I was making I was making a, a business type of decision. And the status quo would have been one decision, which would have been okay, right? But he was like, I want you to make a higher decision because when you walk in integrity, Sterling, I fight your battles. I write your checks. I provide for you. And if you don't, you're on your own. <laughs> wow. So I, I want wow. him on my side there everything I do. So I always make integrity-based decisions. And I was doing that over a number of years in my business. But so the first year, I'm, I'm barely above the poverty line in my business, but I'm making decisions every day servicing the, the, the few clients I have with the utmost integrity and the most, utmost excellence. And I come to work every day and I'm actually teaching my employees how to do kingdom business by virtue of modeling what I do. Right. So for instance, I'll say, Hey, let's pray about what to, what to bid on this freight, what to bid on this job. And at first I just prayed about it and said, okay, here's the number. And then I started selling. And then after they saw it work a couple of times, 
I started saying, okay, now you pray about it. And this is what it looks like. You'll see a number in your mind. You'll think about a number. And they began to do it with me. And I remember one of my employees telling me, Sterling, I used to think when you prayed over a load to be covered that wasn't that wasn't covering with a truck, she said, I thought you were a little bit weird. Right. But then I saw it happen once and twice. And then and then I was like, okay, he got lucky. She said, and then I saw it work so many times. I said to myself, oh my goodness, if God, God is really in this and on this, because this can't happen that many times. Like we would have a load that nobody wanted. I pray about it in an hour, two hours later, somebody called, man, I really need that load. Can I get it? And we're like, yes, you can definitely get it because nobody else wants it. (laughs) So it's one of those things where she saw me model. They saw me model what it looks like to walk in integrity. It's like we had a new employee just recently. And she's like, well, I told this guy this to keep him on the load. And it wasn't 100% true. It was one of those little white lies. And I told her, I said, "We we don't operate that that kind of way in this business. I said, any accounts you have with, with, with me, any, any accounts that you're doing that are my accounts, I want you to make sure you always operate in integrity. Just tell the guy exactly what's going on. And if he doesn't want it, or he don't want to stay on the load, then that's it. And it's constantly fine tuning myself and people around me to continually walk in integrity. And I do that through modeling. And when I miss it, when I, when I lose my temper or when I miss what God is saying, I will tell them, Hey, you know, I'm sorry, guys, I missed it in this way. You know, I blew it in this way. And I'll actually hold myself accountable when I when I feel the inner unction or inner conviction of, you know, certainly you could have done that a better way or or, or whatever the case might be. So so being you know, humble like right about now it. In the shipping industry, especially like it's, you know, we're, we're facing an all time crisis like never before. And I was watching the news here in L.A. and one of the major shipping companies here uh, for train shipping for for the big containers that are, you know, out port. There's just boxes littering everywhere all over the train because people have gone and looted. And the company, and I won't say the name of the company, but the company who is the one who is being looted the most, it's Amazon packages and REI and all these different companies who are trusting them. They haven't uh, called the cops yet because they're making massive insurance claims. So they're trying to get paid two ways. They're getting paid through insurance. They're getting uh, paid to do the loads. And so they've been at three months, they haven't called the cops once for the looting. And they just got called on it because of social media yesterday. It was in the news. And I think of like those moments of integrity. This is one of the biggest companies, shipping companies in the, the nation. But one of those, one of those statements you made, I think of like how the world's looking for how God makes a difference in our lives right. and how people are looking for like, who can I trust? Even in shipping, who can I trust? Because there's been such a breakdown in every industry of trust. And America has some level of integrity. Like we're not, a massive bribe country. We're not a massive, but I mean, like you look at other nations, like where you can't even do work without lying at all. Like you just, unless you're walking with God and then God provides a kingdom way, which sometimes look like you lose before you win and you've experienced that. So I think it's so profound that you're sharing this with us right now, because of even the industry you're in that you're having wins right now where the whole industry is being shaken and torn up. And you're, and I love hearing from you saying, no, this is like, God's told us to walk this way. So what's happened as a result of even walking out this integrity? Because you went from almost poverty line to where are you at today? What's what's happening now? So, Sean, over the last three years, so this I'm going into right now that my fourth year in business. So my third, my third year, you know, my first year, my first year, my first three months didn't make any, hardly didn't make anything to support my family. Second year, poverty line. 
third year, my business increases by 30% in the midst of COVID. And I was happy about that. At the same time, when you increase 30% from poverty level, you haven't went up too much. <laughs> but I, but you know what? I celebrated the increase right. and thanked God that he was going to do more. And to be absolutely honest with you, I could have never foreseen, nor can I do a training on what I experienced in 2021. Awesome. And I was sitting there. There's so many times I've been sitting there over the last three years. And I said, God, I provided people with integrity. I've done what's right, even when it costs me. And I feel like what I'm putting out, I'm not getting back. But I know in your kingdom that when a person sows, he will reap. So God, I just thank you. And I would have to, I'd have to talk to God to get myself out of a state of like depression, basically. Right. Because I was upset that, you know, I can't really provide for my family the way I want to. And for a, a man, especially, that's a hard place to be in. And then in, and then in 2021, all the seed I've sown since, I, since October 18 began to come to pass. And in 2021, God increased my business over 400%. So good. 400%. And so, so that's, that's not something that that's not something that you can do in your own strength, or do I have a formula for, but I do have a I do have a pattern that if you sow the kingdom, eventually, if you keep holding on to that and walking in integrity, and being led by God's spirit, and whatever that looks like for you on a daily basis in your business, that God will eventually bless you to to the point that you will have more than enough resources to do everything you need to do. Sterling, that's so that's so amazing. And one of the things that when I talk to younger people, they want they want results now. But what you're talking about is a journey or a process <laughs> of putting one foot in front of the other, of doing the right thing, of letting your character shine before you and waiting on God. Uh, in my business, we win 10% of our bids. And so I'm, I'm used to losing. And, and, but the 10% that we win, I'm asking the Lord, if this job's from you, let us win the job. I, it doesn't mean I'm going to roll over and not use all my sales tactics that I can. But it's, it's, it's having the Lord go before me, go before me on these bids, go before me on these tense meetings where we have disputes. and and letting my character shine before him. And you're just articulating that so beautifully about as your character goes and you step one step in front of the other, that, that at a certain point, God will open, open his floodgates, if you will. And what he did with you in 21. So awesome. I think it's good that you say you don't have a formula too, because one of the things yeah. that we care about is that we walk with God and we right. teach people that it's a journey of connection, intimacy, prayer, hearing God's voice. And we all want the formula. And especially like Bob said, the younger you are, the more formula you want, because you just want to get the results. You just want to get there. And I, I, I remember sitting with a young man and he was talking to me about, I want to go back to the, I had this incredible favor just two years ago and in my marketplace and then this incredible time. And I want to go back to that. Why do I feel like I'm where I'm at? And I'm like, because God never intended you to stay there. That'd be like Potiphar's house. He wanted you to be in the palace, but mm -hmm. there's a process that you can't get yourself there. So you have to follow him. And he just was like, oh, yeah, it's true. That's true. I didn't even lead myself into that success that I had before. I went greater than that. So it's that thing of like that process. I love to hear the process of God in your story because it's so tangible and so real. Was there ever a point 
where when you were going after ministry and then you went back into sales that you felt like this is kind of a demotion for where, where I was headed. Or did it always feel like, yes, the marketplace is just as important as the ministry. Was there, was there a struggle there at all? I, I have to be transparent with you, Sean. I was a total hypocrite. Like I preached one thing, but deep in my heart, I still felt like, okay, well, God's called me in a full-time ministry and this is what it should look like. And God convicted me of that limited mindset and showed me basically that I was being hypocritical. Uh, yes, that was fine for everybody else. And yes, I was teaching people that God is huge in the marketplace. And the people that, that are marketplace ministers are just as important, if not more important, than people that do full-time ministry, quote-unquote, within the actual you know, yeah. non-secular, non-secular world. So he showed, he showed me that, that Sterling, I can do just as much in the marketplace through you and through other people than I can in any church, any church wow. building or any, any church denomination. And he was having me parabolically walk that out. And so that there was definitely a time when I first got into the marketplace that I looked, God convicted me of these inner thoughts that I had. These are subconscious thoughts. This, this is not something that, that I actually, if you asked me a question, I would have answered you in a different way. But because I walk in a relationship with the Holy Spirit, he will convict you of things that you're really subconsciously unaware of. Yeah. And that's what happened with me. And he, he broke me free of that inner conviction. I've led people to Jesus. I've prayed with people to receive the Holy Spirit. I, I've modeled what it looks like to, to walk with God for my employees. There, and then and then plus people have experienced the goodness of God and the goodness of Jesus, even when they didn't know that I was a Christian, but they know that I'm a man that walks in the utmost integrity. And if they ask me and God opens up a door, I will always tell them that this is Jesus mm -hmm. and explain to them what that looks like and what my creative process is to hear God and encourage them. They can do the same thing. Now, I've prayed with so many truckers wow. to, to do so many things. And I've had God show up where they were able to experience God, touch their business in small and large ways. Right. It's Sterling, you know, you mentioned earlier about you didn't have a formula. And one of the things that always amazes me is the notion of generosity mm -hmm. and I know what the scripture says about tithing and I know, I know uh, the result of it, but I can't put a formula together to tell people that it works. I mean, I wish I, I wish I could do a study and, and, you know, study all these different people and their generosity uh, programs, but there's nothing like that out there. And I can tell by how you're operating your business that you also operate in generosity. And could you talk a little bit about that and how that plays in with your business? I have a super funny story about generosity, Bob, yeah. that is like, that is, that was really hard for me to walk out. Yeah. So I, I had a number that I was like, God, if I can make this, I can support my family and be a blessing to them. And we're not going to be so strained financially. And now at this point, at this point, we're about to have our second child. So I'm just like, God, I'm just, I, I've been, I've been tithing. I've been sowing. But then he said, but then I heard a sermon where a guy, where God was saying that God asked me to tithe up to what I wanted to make is what he, and then it, I just, 
when when he said that there was there was the Holy Spirit like it went off in my spirit. I started vibrating almost, and God was yeah. like, "Yeah, that's that's a word for you." And instead of dismiss that and run past that because it was hard, it was going to be hard to do sometimes. I said I took it and I said, "God, I'm going to believe you for this because I in my spirit I felt peace about doing it." And as I started to do it, Bob, there was times that I tied that number and that number was over half my check. (laughs) And my check wasn't large to begin with. (laughs) So, and, and there was, wow. And there was weeks that God was like, okay, Sterling, it was like all my check. And he was like, you know, Sterling, give yourself some grace. This is just an inner thought that I had. Give yourself some grace and tied next week when your check will be a little bit more. And so, but it was still a stretch for me. Right. And I remember we were, I was going into a slow season that I knew that I thought was going to be a slow season. And I said, and I just prayed and I said, Jesus, what are you saying about this slow season coming up, God? Cause I don't know if I can afford to tithe where you're asking me to tithe to. And he, and just clear as a bell in my spirit, I heard a flowing thought and just saw like this writing in my mind. And I just heard God say, I'm going to break the back of poverty in your life, son. And I just saw me sowing a seed, like in in, inner visually, I saw a a mental picture of me sowing a seed. And I knew he was saying, sow the seed. And I just saw, and I saw, I saw in my mind, just like this, like thing break. And I knew that he was saying, I'm going to break the back of poverty in your life. If you do this. And can I tell you, Bob, that year, my house supernaturally got paid off. Yes. And monies came yeah. supernaturally yep. from places and people and timing that I could have never imagined yeah. in my life. And that next year in 2021, I kept doing that and God literally increased my business by 400%. And now the place that I was tithing to, I make three or four or five, sometimes five times that in a week. Like when I was like, God, if I could get here, this would be amazing. My life would be amazing. This would be a really great job. And it was, it's so funny. I I look back at my journal entries now and and work my process. And I look at my checks, my income statement. I'm like, (laughs) it pays to be generous. It pays to, it pays to be Holy Spirit led when you're sowing into the kingdom, whether now, that's tithing. I tell people, hey, just be spirit led. If you pray in your mind, you see 5%, 10%, 15 just, just, just start with God where he moves you to start, yeah, but right. start and just that's, do what he tells you to do. And I'm telling you, you can't lose partnering with God. You cannot lose. One of the things I was going to say is to our listeners, now listen, Sterling, he's weird. He, he's got kind of a crazy story. And I'm glad you said what you said at the end, just start, whether it's yeah. whatever the percentage is, just start because generosity around the kingdom. I hear stories like this all the time, but 400% is incredible, Sterling. So thanks for sharing that. Well, and I, I will say this, Bob, when we teach about people how to hear from God, I know it's the same for you, Sterling. Yeah. The easiest way to hear from God is conviction of sin, because you just know when you're doing something wrong, the Holy Spirit shows you. <laughs> But the second easiest way to hear from God is over your resources, mm-hmm. like where to give, how to give, who to give to, whether it's a single mom, whether it's a family member, whether it's a church, whether it's a project. When you pray about something, if a pastor says, hey, we need more funds for whatever it is, and you pray and ask Holy Spirit, am I part of this? You'll hear right away, yes or no. 
you know, it's like, especially if you're, if you don't have a dysfunctional relationship or a code yeah. relationship with your resources and with ministries and that kind of thing, you'll hear right away. And so I think with people, a lot of times they, they overcomplicate hearing from God and it's like over conviction, you can trust God. Like if, if he says, Hey, you were totally rude to that person, change it, change yourself, you know, like, like fix, let me help you here. Or you need to give this much money away. Like what you said, I love, I've never heard that before. Tithe on the income that you want. Not yeah. the income that you have. I mean, not that everybody should do that, but I think that that's what a phenomenal model to be able right. to, if you talk to a financial advisor, they'll tell you, this is how much your capacity you can make in your lifetime. And then mm-hmm. they go into risk management. Don't do too much. Like stay here. And as a Christian, God's like, Hey, there's no limitation in me. And I might require everything for a moment. And even what you've, even your retirement, everything else for a moment, but I'm going to put you here later. So when we learn how to hear from God, there's a lot of risk involved. And I think that this is just a beautiful story because it really helps people to have a picture of what that risk looks like played out. Oh, well, Sterling, we're coming up to time. And I just, where can, where can our listeners get your book and uh, tell us some parting wisdom? <laughs> My parting wisdom, Bob and Sean, is probably the same in any podcast you will listen to me on. And my parting wisdom is hear God for yourself in your everyday life in practical ways and begin to be inner, inner aware and give God space to speak to you, whether it's just a simple peace or lack of peace, whether it's a flowing thought, a mental picture, uh, just the leading of the Holy Spirit walking in, God-based integrity, that is the most important thing that drives my life every day, and it cannot fail. Mm. If you listen to what the Holy Spirit is, is telling you, if you fill your mind with the Word of God, whether it be listening to the Bible app or, or you know, I listen to Christian music on the ba- in the background of my computer as I work from home, yep. fill your heart with the words from God and yeah. also what I call Rhema or right now words from God that can be as simple as you walking in integrity in your everyday business and living your life with excellence. When you do that and you couple that with generosity, which is also part of hearing God's voice as Sean, as Sean and you have both said, Bob, you will see God increase you 30, 60, 100 fold of what you sow in, not only financially and resource wise, but blessings over your I've seen blessings over my kids, my marriage, my family, healings, supernatural favor, miracle signs, wonders. I mean, I've seen it all. It's not an every single day occurrence. But on your journey with God, as you keep walking that way, you will experience it. it's part of the kingdom. (laughs) So awesome. Okay, how do we get a hold of you? How do we get your book? You can get a hold of us at sterlingharris.org. And you can also follow us on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook. We're on YouTube. Uh, You can get the book, How to Hear God, 10 Ways God Speaks, on Audible, uh, Google Play, and and Amazon. So, you know, check us out. We have a a, a book, a workbook, and we just released an online e-course where I coach you on how to hear God's voice in your everyday life. And I also give some business, practical business examples within that on how it's, it's led to breakthrough in my own life. So awesome. That's so awesome. awesome. Well, thanks so much, Sterling. And for everybody else who's watching and listening, get a hold of Sterling's materials. We have more for you coming up next. 
everything we're doing with our podcast is made possible by our incredible partners and financial contributors to our ministry. They are helping us to bring the equipment to upgrade everything we're doing to have the time and space to do this. It's a free offering we give to you. Maybe you're listening in your shower. Maybe you're listening in your car, your workout. Well, I want to continue to do this. I'm going to continue to have these incredible guests tell their prophetic process of how God's spoken to them so you can get a vision of how God speaks to you and also so that other people all around the world can have this resource at their fingertips from their smart device, their computer, their YouTube, whatever they have that they will have this this incredible resource. So go on the partnership journey with us. As a partner, you're going to receive an email and communication every month from us. We resource you with a partnership page that has literally dozens and dozens of messages that only of our partners have. We also have partnership contribution back to you where we actually give resources. You guys get stuff first. Usually at Christmas time, we have a new book come out. You guys get it before everybody else and you get it signed. I love our partnership program. I love being on a journey with our partners because they are some of our they're a team, they're a family. They're the ones who are contributing to make this happen. Come be a partner today. Go to bowlsministries.com under giving and membership and you will become a partner. Welcome back to Questions with Sean and Bob. Sean, you have a question for us today? Yes, today. I just got this an email. It was so good because I think so many people are thinking about this. It was a business person who was basically, he was asking, I'm going to paraphrase it, you know, I want to start a ministry as well alongside of my business because the world is in so much need. The world is so hungry and hurting right now. And so how do I do that without sacrificing any of the quality of my business? And he wanted to start a ministry that was actually to really help people who are executive level people, leadership level people to have rest, refreshing and healing, that kind of thing. And so one of my first questions, of course, to him was, um, have you ever done this before? Like, is this your area of expertise? And he had had some experience in this. Mm-hmm. And so this is something a lot of people are asking, Bob, is like, I don't want to just do my business. I want to have significance and help people who are hurting, or I want to do something in ministry that helps move the needle, so to speak, over world issues or, or kingdom issues that, that only God can resolve. What would you answer the average person saying, I am a business person, or I have a career, or I, or I own a company, but I want to do something that's ministry significant too, because you and Lauren have done that through the years. Yeah. Well, the first thing is, is that you can bolt on a ministry aspect within your business without telling anybody about it. In other (laughs) words, if you want, in this case, if, if, uh, if, if this uh, gentleman wants uh, rest and refreshment, then he can begin to model that in his company with his employees regarding vacation time or number of hours. I remember, Sean, when we talked to Michael Hyatt, he told us that he was moving towards a 30 hour work week. Yeah. And, all of his employees. And, right. And so he, and so I think you can begin to employ that and see how it works within your business. Also, you know, I know sometimes business is a 24 seven endeavor, but the next question I have is like, are you employing rest and relaxation in your life? Is that, is that where this is coming from? And you've seen the result of this in your life and you want it to move forward. I think once you do that, once you know that, then you'll have a a good idea about what the next steps are to start the ministry. What, What do you think, Sean? Well, I'm with you on that. I think that having a tested model where it's working somewhere in your real life, and also, is there a ministry or a church you can volunteer in? That's yeah. local. like for him, I think it was more like inner healing, prophetic ministry that him and his wife do. So is there a place where you can develop more of that to where maybe it's only a once a week or once a month thing? We have people on our prophetic team here in LA yeah. 
and that are only on duty once every three months right now because of their life is so full. But that gives them that outlet that makes them feel like I'm contributing significantly to people's lives and praying and doing prayer ministry over people. And so even having that local before you have to start it and it be the owner of it and the controller of it and yeah. the manager of it before you have to do all that, which is huge. Cause I, I meet people all the time. We're like, I'm going to go after anti-human trafficking. I'm going to start an organization. I'm like, have you supported right. one that's doing something yeah. that has the significance that w- one you want to start, we can start there and volunteer for them, help them. I mean, if you're executive level, maybe volunteer to be an advisor or volunteer to whatever, you know, whatever it is. And I think that that's a big key. I think a lot of us, we we're so empowered in maybe our business, or our career that we think we'll just take that empowerment right. and we'll apply it somewhere else without having to do all the work that's necessary. And it's better to support something that's already existing unless you really know that you're supposed to launch it and start it, which usually will end up transferring your energy from what you're doing to that unless right. you can do the right work-life balance and ministry balance with that. Yeah, I, lo- I love it when you give that advice, Sean. I've heard you give that advice over and over again, especially around the human trafficking, like partner with somebody who's doing it well because yeah. it's so all-encompassing. And I think that's great advice. Well, I think yours is great advice too, Bob. Well, if you want to ask a question to Bob or I, we would love your questions. You just go to bowlsministries.com and you click on ask a question to Sean and Bob and you can do it by audio or you can type it in and we'd love to answer it here. Thanks yeah. for joining us today on the show. We hope that you will subscribe and hit the notifications button if you're on YouTube. If you're on uh, CBN News Network, thanks for joining us. We have a lot more podcasts and you can come and join us at bullsministries.com and see all that we have to offer. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Exploring the Marketplace podcast, part of the Exploring Podcast series. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing or even rating and reviewing so that more people can connect to us. Also, we'd love to be part of your spiritual journey, and we have amazing resources at our website, www.bowlsministries.com, B-O-L-Z ministries.com, including other free media, TV shows, books, and even an ongoing mentoring online platform. See you there.